How many times have you started a new weight loss program and you're hype? You're excited. You're like, yes, this is the one. I know, I'm positive that this is the one plan that is going to get me to my goal weight. I remember feeling that way so many times every time I started a new diet. But by week three, following this plan, you're not that excited anymore. Like the hypeness is gone. And by week four, if you're not seeing any results or you're not seeing the results you believe you should have in four weeks, then you have one foot out of the door, right? And you blame the program for not delivering the results. You blame your body for not doing what it's supposed to do. This is what happens when you are experiencing the motivation meltdown, my friend. What if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 37. This is your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com, where we learn how to stop dieting forever so we can get out of this crazy lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, spin cycle. If you're a new listener, what's up? I'm so glad that you decided to listen in today. It's my goal with these podcasts to give you hope to show you that there is another way to lose weight that doesn't involve restriction and crazy calorie counting and drinking terrible shakes and excessive exercise. There is a better way. So today I want to talk to you about motivation, the motivation you need to lose weight. We depend on motivation so much for our weight loss success. And I remember coaching one client in particular on her motivation. I remember coaching her a lot on her lack of motivation just to follow her daily plan. So some days she was on fire. It was like, yes, I did everything that I planned to do. I followed my meal plan. I did my workout. She did all the stuff. She was like, yes, today was a great day. Other days she had trouble motivating herself to do even the smallest things. And she was so confused by her erratic behavior. And I had to explain to her that she was responsible for creating her own motivation. There was no motivation fairy that she could summon to sprinkle motivation dust on her. And I just remember her like listening to me and looking at me and like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, there's no motivation doesn't just appear out of thin air. Like, no, I trust me, I wish it were that easy, but it's not. And I'm going to explain to you why it's so difficult. So how many times have you started a new weight loss program and you're hype, you're excited, you're like, yes, this is the one. I know, I'm positive that this is the one plan that is going to get me to my goal weight. 
I remember feeling that way so many times every time I started a new diet. But by week three, following this plan, you're not that excited anymore. Like the hypeness is gone. And the weight loss program that you knew was going to be the one just a few weeks ago you're not really excited about anymore. (laughs) Been there, right? And suddenly it's easier to talk yourself out of eating what you planned. It's easier to talk yourself out of doing that workout that you're supposed to be following as part of the 90-day plan, right? Your bratty brain suddenly is just a little bit louder than it was three weeks ago when you started. And by week four, if you're not seeing any results or you're not seeing the results you believe you should have in four weeks, then you have one foot out of the door, right? Suddenly you're easily distracted. Now, in the first week of this weight loss program, you might have told your husband no to the glass of wine that he lovingly offered you. But by week four, you're sipping his wine out of his wine glass because it's sitting there. And you forget why you decided to start this program in the first place. And you blame the program for not delivering the results. You blame your body for not doing what it's supposed to do. You blame your husband for having the audacity to drink a glass of wine in front of you. This is what happens when you are experiencing the motivation meltdown, my friend. So remember, in the beginning of this, like, you made the decision, you're going to try this plan and you're 100% motivated because you believe that this is the one. This is the diet that is going to deliver the results to you. But when the results don't show up or they're slower than you anticipated, your motivation starts to wane. And then you find yourself, depending on your results, right, the number on the scale to keep you focused and on track. And look, this is the mistake that people make over and over and over again. This is a mistake that I made for decades, looking at that number on the scale to keep me motivated, weighing in every single day. And if that number on the scale didn't excite me, then my motivation would start to just disappear. Your motivation does not emanate from the motivation fairy. It doesn't come from the number on the scale or how loose your pants fit that day. Your brain that thing between your two ears, that is what creates your motivation. Your thoughts, your belief in yourself, that is what keeps you motivated to stay on track when you don't see any progress. And let's be real. Weight loss does not happen in two-pound weekly increments like they said it should, right? And I'm using they in air quotes because somebody somewhere along the line told us that Whenever we try to lose weight, we should be losing an average of two pounds a week. Where did that number come from? Who was he talking to? Some weeks you'll lose weight. Some weeks you'll gain weight. But if you're depending on your results to keep you motivated, you're going to quit as soon as you see a gain. So when you're losing weight, you've got to be on to your brain. You've got to be one step ahead of it. You've got to know what your bratty brain is throwing at you. And you've got to anticipate that it's going to want to quit. And you've got to know what to do when that happens. You have to be aware of the motivation meltdown. So this is why I'm so excited and happy that you're listening to this podcast right now, because I'm about to tell you why this happens. So recently, someone sent me a private message and she's like, 
I'm four months into this other weight loss program, but for some reason, I have not implemented what I've learned. And she's like, I just don't know why. And she's extremely frustrated. I told her nothing has gone wrong. She is 100% normal. What she's experiencing is 100% normal. And she's just a human with a human brain. And that's what our brains do. Implementing with consistency is where we get into trouble because our brains are wired to keep us where we are. Our brains are wired to hold us back from losing weight, literally. Our brains are wired to hold us back from our own evolution. Why? Because of the motivational triad. Animals and humans alike were all designed with the three principal motivations. Our brains are wired to seek pleasure. Our brains are wired to avoid pain. And our brains are wired to exert the least amount of energy possible. And this pattern is not conducive to weight loss in today's society. That worked when we're out fighting and foraging, trying to survive. But in today's society, that is not useful. This is why we prefer to eat pizza instead of a kale salad. This is why we resist getting off of the couch to go do an intense workout. This is why we can spend hours scrolling on social media, surfing the internet, watching TV, because our most powerful motivational and emotional drivers in our brain are located in the part of our brain that is deeply rooted in survival instincts. So it worked for us before, but it's not working for us now. So remember, I just said those survival instincts are to seek pleasure and comfort So right now we're getting that through food and social relationships and sex and acceptance and recognition and drugs and alcohol. Our other principal motivation is to avoid pain, right? Our brains are wired for us to avoid pain, physical and mental. So this is why it's like, oh, I got to go work out. Mm, That's going to be a little bit difficult, right? And then the last principle is to conserve energy and to seek efficiency, So taking the path of least resistance. So this is why people put refrigerators in their bedroom so they don't have to go all the way downstairs to get their favorite snacks. They're like, oh, no, I got the mini fridge in the master bedroom, path of least resistance, right? Think about it. Think about it. Think about how those things show up in your life where your brain is like, oh, no, that's going to be too much work. We don't want to do that right now. So what sets apart the successful women who lose weight and keep it off and those who struggle is understanding this motivation triad, right? This motivational triad and knowing how to override our brain's default programming in the long term. So we all know that the benefits of good health are like long term. It's a journey. It's not a quick fix. And the benefits of good health require hard work. It requires consistency. It requires focus. It requires discipline. Right? It requires a little bit of brain power, right? And a little bit of physical exertion. And when you're on to your brain, you know what's happening and you know that your brain is structured around this survival mode and it's very impulsive. It's always looking for the easy way out. When you understand that, you can catch it. You can be like, ooh. I know exactly what's happening here when you have that thought, you know what, I can do that tomorrow. Or, you know what, I think I'm just going to wait until Monday. 
until you understand that this is what's happening in your brain, you're always going to be blindly following your bratty brain. So if you truly want to change, and I know you do, and you want to create a new weight for yourself, you've got to do the opposite of what your default brain is telling you to do. You've got to do the opposite of what your bratty brain is telling you to do. And you have to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, you have to lean into being uncomfortable as you push through that desire to lay back and chill. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Look, feeling uncomfortable is not dangerous. It's not going to put your life in danger. Feeling uncomfortable because you say no to the cookies that you really want isn't going to hurt you. Feeling uncomfortable because you have to get up at the crack of dawn to get to the gym in the cold weather isn't going to harm you in any way. Yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable for sure. But the more that you can lean into being uncomfortable, the better off you're going to be. So when you're in the third week of your plan, or hey, maybe you have downloaded my free weight loss guide, jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. Maybe you're in the third week of following those four steps, right? And maybe you're feeling yourself wanting to veer from the plan. And I just want you to be aware that your primitive brain is kicking in. And this is why your motivation is failing. But here is the good news, my friend. Once you are aware of what is happening, you get to consciously change it. You get to consciously change the direction in which you're heading. This is why with my clients in our Stop Dieting Forever process, we check on our brains daily. Every single day. We do this because when we do it, we know By doing this every single day, we remember that we don't blindly have to follow the instructions of our bratty brain. We remember that, hey, wait a second, we're the adult here, (laughs) and we get to turn those thoughts upside down. We get to get out of the spin cycle that is keeping us from our goal weight. But this is daily work that you have to do. And for many of my clients, when they start this process, it is very uncomfortable. What do you mean I have to think every morning? What do you mean I have to write down my thoughts? What do you mean I have to think through what I'm going to eat for the day? If you're not used to doing that, yes, it is very uncomfortable. But I tell them, when they can feel comfortable with being uncomfortable, it's going to be much easier. So I just want to remind you today, right? I said I was here to give you some hope. Here's your hope. Your brain is capable of change. And you don't have to sit around and wait for the motivation fairy anymore to do what you know you need to do to lose the weight. So listen, when you have that thought, that sneaky thought that comes into your head of like, I just don't feel like it. I want you to use that thought as a trigger to pause. And when you're pausing, I want you to take the time to reconnect with your goal and choose a new thought. Turn that thought upside down. And if if this is the first time that you're listening and you're not familiar with the pause, it is your number one weight loss strategy. So definitely go back to listen to episode 19 where I explain all about it. 
All right, but right now you are aware of the motivation meltdown. You know exactly what is happening when you go from woo, excited, like hype, we about to do this thing, I'm about to get to my goal weight, to right, when your motivation just disappears. You know what's happening now. You know about the motivational triad. So I want you to know that you don't have to live this way forever and you have the ability to change your thinking. All right, and this is going to get you to your goal weight. Continue to live Lux and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.